This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Good afternoon, everyone. Joe Torrance here from Asthma Otago, bringing you this month's Lung Talk. You don't normally hear my voice on this side of things. Um, our usual person, Murray, is a bit unwell, so isn't doing it. So you have to put up with me today. Um, today, I've got Claire Adams with me. Welcome, Claire. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Now, Claire is going to tell us a wee bit more about herself. I'll tell you how, how I got to know Claire first several months ago, in fact almost a year ago, Asma Otago thought about um, having a singing group and because uh, we know lots of research to say that singing is really good for people with breathing problems. So I contacted Claire who was really keen um, but unfortunately as we all know COVID etc but we're not here to talk about all of that, we're here to talk about hopefully getting moving. But anyway Claire, uh, welcome, um, tell us a wee bit about yourself. Oh about me, <laughs> well I um, have been involved in the performing arts for oh, a very long time now um, and been based in Dunedin since I was a student and sort of didn't really leave uh, and I've, I've actually gone full circle and as I now teach back at Allen Hall Theatre where I started my theatre degree. Well, I actually did a music degree in the end because you couldn't major in theatre in those days. Uh, so, yes, I've been a teacher. I've been an actor. I worked at The Fortune for uh, about 10 years till it closed uh, and been involved in theatre companies. Uh, I direct, I produce uh, and I sing and I've done music, yeah, for a very, very long time. So I've been part of... Um, I learnt, I've learnt singing. I sing in a chamber choir called Southern consort which are based in Dunedin and I also uh, have sung in bands I uh, and I teach singing as well privately as well as with groups so I've got about I've got four groups that I work with in different capacities about singing I love making people sing I think everyone can sing I don't believe when people tell me they've got no singing voice <laughs> <laughs> no we've heard that a lot in our, in our particularly in our recruitment process yes. people are really keen and they like the idea mm. of it however they say oh but I can't sing so just moving on from that singing um why why is it people think that they can't sing it's really curious. I, I think, well, A, I think um, the voice is very connected to us as people and we, we, we're quite sensitive about our voices. A lot of people hate hearing their speaking voice if they're recorded. Um, we, we sort of, we, we're critical of our voice, but I always say to people, we're on the wrong side of our ears. So what we hear is different from what other people hear. Um, but I think from a singing point of view, I think often, you know, I mean, I, you know, children love to sing and it's such an important part of, for preschoolers to learn language and it, they, they learn it through tone because that's how we, we develop accents our ears are very attuned to mimicking and hearing and our singing voice is part of that and what but what unfortunately happens is often at some point in someone's life someone might have heard them sing oh oh no that doesn't sound good oh just just you mouth the words so there's often been a traumatic incident of someone telling someone else they can't sing or family members or but I often go to people but do you enjoy singing rather than critiquing your own singing voice, do you enjoy singing? And 
most people do in some capacity and they go oh but I never want anyone to hear me and so it's this interesting cycle that people get in and people get out of the habit of it in the olden days people sang a lot more people stood and sung the national anthem at the movie theatre we you know people went to church more and sung more there was more occasion to sing and I think we've lost a lot of that sort of um, group singing um, and even schools have sort of diminished in their in their amount of singing they do at schools mm. so I think I think that uh, people have lost that occasion I mean how often do we go to a funeral and people just mumble through a hymn you know and it's it's it, it, but it's coming together there is an enjoyment about singing and being part of a collective sound and um, so that's something I, I just feel that everyone's entitled to mm. in whatever capacity so is there a method by which um you know, and I don't want to say some people can sing and some people can't, but I've heard some people sing and they're not that good, okay? But that doesn't matter. If no. uh, yeah, I agree. But can you learn to sing well? You can, you can. A lot of it is our ear. Okay, we we sort of start mistrusting what our ear is telling us, and like apparently, young babies have perfect pitch. I don't know how they know this, but we but all but children have very acute hearing, and we lose a lot of our hearing as well. But we sort of get out of practice of utilising that. As I said, when we learnt language, we learnt to speak. We actually did it through intonation and tone, and so we were actually learning the sound. And so I believe people getting back in the practice of it, and I I mean it's been I mean I proven it to myself by working with different people who you know haven't done singing for a very very long time and they'll come along to a weekly singing session and just sort of get back in the zone of it you can learn things like sometimes people have issue where if a pitch goes up and down and that is something that you can I mean I have worked with people individually and, and help their sort of pitching ability because um, that's often it like sometimes people sing just slightly under the note and they you know so it sounds flatter or or they sound it, it, they're singing from a wrong part of the voice like you know getting a very harsh sound or you know uncontrolled sound but as I said it's the joy of doing it and collective singing the thing is if you sing on your own you've only got yourself to listen to if you sing in a group and if the group's really loud you can't almost hear yourself so that's actually a positive (laughs) (laughs) so we'll encourage loud singing yeah so the benefits of singing you know I googled it Mm. wow there are Mm. pages and pages and pages of research to show the benefits but yeah where do you see the best benefits well I mean as yeah yeah like I mean I've I've read you know different reports are coming out on on health benefits so obviously as you say from from a a physiological point of view with you know lung capacity um, but just even things like you know for for your heart it's really good like I'm not going to list it all because I'm not a a doctor no 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 (laughs) but for me it is that like the mental health, well-being, and well-being aspect is really, really good. The just the, the 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 high you get from actually, you know, making noise and but getting that resonance and that buzz happening in the body, but also you know utilizing those breaths in a deeper way. It actually makes you feel better. I I really meet anyone who doesn't feel better after singing, and I know. I mean, I well before COVID, I would be off singing most nights, and some nights I'm just going. I really don't want to go. But I'd always feel better after doing it. Yeah. And I always know, okay, I know it's, you know, I'll be tired or whatever. But the actual act of singing 
always made me feel better. And I, I noticed that within the group. And I've got groups, I've got two community choirs, and, you know, they're missing that also that connectivity because it's really about connecting with people and, you know, coming together and, you know, singing from the, the same hymn sheet, you know, we use that that phrase. But it's about connect, being, and being connected and, and sort of working as one. Um, and I think that's a really important thing because we don't often do that. Our isolation at the moment has, has sort of reduced that connectivity. You know, and I'm very, very sad that singing was seen as a really dangerous sport. You know, <laughs> who would have thought, you know, that that singing is one of the things that's going to, you know, really jeopardise your health. I know. For a while. You know, and I yeah. thought, whoa, <laughs> it must be powerful then. <laughs> it must be. I mean, it's just, yeah, one of those things at the mm. moment, as we all know, mm. like getting together in a group and lots of expelling mm. of air is just it's not, not the it's thing. just not good, yeah. is it? But yeah. I must add, I, I, we, I, I know several groups in the first, when we first went into lockdown tried um, Zoom singing, which is, <laughs> I, I did it for a while, but it just became me singing, playing the piano, and because I had to turn everyone off because there's a delay, uh, just a slight delay, so you can't quite sing together. But if you were into atonal sort of experimental sound, it would, could be quite interesting. But um, but I, I but that was more about connecting people because mm. everyone was you know. Yeah, well, interestingly, when I was looking to to look up, you know, the benefits of some mm. of the singing, and overwhelmingly there were so many more benefits singing in a group compared to singing by yourself. You know, lowering blood pressure, um, a feeling of less anxiety, stress, heart, as you say. Absolutely. It was um, astounding, the Mm. benefits of it. But, yeah, so let's hope we can um, get together. But, anyway, shall we stop, Spencer, for a bit of a break here and um, listen to a bit of music? Thank you.
listening to Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and breathing problems. Um, hello, welcome back. That was Melody's Echo Chamber. This is Joe Torrance from Asthma Otago, talking with Claire Adams. Um, Claire is a vocal director and is going to be um, facilitating a singing group, the Asthma Otago uh, hopefully getting up and going very soon. We are just awaiting really our medical director to give us the A-OK to get together and perform the dangerous art of singing in a group. (laughs) Um, We'll talk a wee bit about the group and what sort of, um, why we're doing it if you like, which um, really is just, we run lots of different services for people, but um, one of the things that has come up and it certainly is very popular in Lower Hutt is a singing group and the benefits have been huge for people with chronic lung disease um, their breathing um, has improved their um, their feeling of wellness has improved um, not a lot of study has actually been done about lung function and we are fortunate enough that we have a, a Uh, fifth-year medical student, Marcus, who's going to be undertaking some research at the same time. And we're quite excited about that because we also uh, will be able to hopefully show that actually it does improve lung function. Um, There hasn't been a lot done in New Zealand. So that's kind of where we're coming from. But Claire, of course, is the person who's going to be running the show. I know nothing about singing whatsoever, even though I do quite like to sing. And I could see myself coming along and joining in in a group. Um, Tell us... uh, more about how you would see the group actually functioning. What what would be you know, um, I'm I'm a wee gentleman sitting in South Dunedin at the moment, hearing the show, going, I love to sing. Um, I have got breathing problems. What will I expect if I go along? So what do you hear? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yes, and that's often I find with, with, with working with groups, people think, oh, you know, do I have to audition? Do I need to read music? Do I, you know, do I need to know what, is my voice a tenor or a bass? Or, and, and none of that, none of that. I mean, basically, I mean, a, a lot of my groups, I, um, I mean, I've got, you know, a large repertoire of different pieces I work with and I've got lots and lots of different exercises that I do warming up is a very important thing but I usually make that quite fun um, and it's it, and I and I, I talk about the body as well quite a lot because singing is not just you know your lungs filled with air and it going through your vocal folds and you know out through your mouth there's a lot more that goes with it and believe it or not your feet are important when you sing <laughs> so I do a lot of um, you know I, I often do a physical warm-up and sometimes we sit down and do those or we move a little bit um, and, and embodying sound and that's an important thing I, I talk about and I think sometimes we worry about the sort of you, you know the, the last bit of making sound and, and that's when we can often constrict ourselves so tension and constriction is often something that affects a lot of a lot of the physiological aspect of, of creating sound and, pe- and from a breathing point of view as well so I work through that quite a bit and we as I say we've got lots of different little exercises I I teach a variety of different styles um, I often start off because I'm a person even though I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a professional actor and I sing I can't remember words and often I get words really wrong I realize <laughs> often when I sing I make up words oh. so often I don't um often I'll, I'll have song sheets for some of our longer songs but often I'll teach a song that's only one word long and I'll use different languages um, I've got a, a lot of work that um, um, people 
pieces that uh, come from um, South Africa and they've often got a fantastic rhythm, quite repetitive, um, but the, so people get, you know, so if you missed it the first time around, you, don't worry, you'll, you'll, you'll hook into it. So I do a lot, I, I don't, so I love doing things that I just teach by ear. So reading music, I I don't usually do that with a lot of these groups. Um, it all depends, though, on the people who come along. But even if people who, who do read music, I do try to get them to loosen off needing those notes in front of them. Because if you use your ear, you're, you're, you're developing that skill. And that's a really important part of what, what singing is about. So, um, as I said, a huge variety. I'll do, you know, different popular music songs I mean we do a bit of Bob Marley we might sing I don't know Ed Sheeran um, you know I Abba I don't know it, but it, as I said it, a lot of the style comes from the group I do I look at Wyatta I look at yeah many different styles and, mm. and then you know sometimes people like things more than other things but it's 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 all there for the benefits of being in the moment and, and making that sound I, I'm careful to choose things because sometimes people make suggestions and they're not suitable for group singing because they're often done very much by a solo artist and they can be quite hard to sing um believe it or not some Beatles songs are quite hard to sing in a group you'd think they'd be easy but mm. sometimes they're not uh so i i choose things and i try they're sort of tried and tested i mean i've been running groups now for 15 years so i've, I've worked with lots of different uh, you know and i've done a lot of hit and miss and and often i'll do that i'll do a lot of testing to see how the group what they would like to do you know how they want to do it but i always will teach you a weird new song that you've never heard before so it's <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun yes yeah, because that's... The fun that's, is very, very important. Yeah. 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 And, y- yes. No, I was just thinking, so, you know, um, all of our people that will be coming along will be having breathing troubles. Um, how much energy is needed? How much, like, when you see some singers, there's a lot of effort involved. Mm. And one of the things I wrote down here on my wee list of things was talking about sitting and singing rather mm. than standing. Is that... Mm. Is, is, all of those things can be... Often I do I, I, yeah. I do the sitting. Sometimes I get people to stand just to try different things. Mm. Um, but yes, often, you know, and I, I leave people to, you know, if, if it is, you know, it's feeling a bit much, you can, you know, you can sit down for a while and, and not sing for a while. But, but it, I often find once you get people going, you get them forgetting about what they're feeling, you know, f- physically and just sort of enjoying sort of being part of it I, I play the piano with it I don't but sometimes I teach purely a cappella I've got a very loud voice so often <laughs> I just make an awful lot of noise and hope people join in yeah so it is about and, and as I said I, I, I like to get people not worrying about the sound they're making mm. and enjoying enjoying that sort of sound and the repetition of something very simple is a really good way of, of sort of developing that but as I said, I'm very much guided by the people I'm working with, and I'm sort of I'm very adaptable. I teach improvisation at university, so I know how to make things up. <laughs> Which you know sounds like you've got lots and lots of skills. The other thing that I was thinking about really within this singing group is there's no homework involved. Oh. There's no we're not you know it's not a choir. I know you and I talked mm. about that mm. because um, we are just trying to get a group singing fun with the benefit of what singing brings to us hey mm-hmm. rather totally. than yeah and i think i think using the word choir is something i don't do with mm. a, it's a singing group yeah and we we just going kind to of come together and make some noise 
is 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 the basis. No homework. I mean, and, and usually I sit, we sing in unison. Yeah, I've, I mean, I, I teach part singing to some of my groups, but we'll you know again, I go with what what's sort of there. Sometimes rounds are really good because you get you know, you, you, you can just start people at different times, and you know it can end in chaos, but it's lots of fun. <laughs> I know images of my five-year-old Freira Jacca came to mind yeah. just then. <laughs> Don't know why. Um, I think we'll just stop for a wee break here and then we'll just come down with the specifics of the group. Mm-hmm. Thank you. listening to Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and breathing problems. 
Welcome back, everyone. Joe Torrance here from Asthma Otago. I was going to tell you who that was, but I've forgotten. But I do remember that it was a Christchurch artist, and I really enjoyed it. We are talking about a singing group that Asthma Otago are looking at getting up and going. And just to kind of finalise, I'll just give you a few details about the group, if you are interested at all in in joining in. Firstly, you could just give me a ring. So ring Asthma Otago, 471-6167. Um, and just say that you um, are keen to come along. Um, I'll get Claire Adams, who's with me, who's going to be the vocal director for the group, just to summarise everything. But I would really encourage anyone, so it's really designed for anyone who's got any breathing troubles, whether it's asthma, COPD, emphysema, bronchiectasis, whatever. Singing can be of huge benefit to your health, and we would encourage you to um, come along. But Claire, just to summarise briefly, singing... Fun. Fun, good for the soul. Um, You know, as I said, something, you know, everyone can enjoy, and group singing in particular. So, yeah, give it a go. That's right. Yeah, no, thank you, Claire. Um, So, as I say, 471-6167. Give us a a ring if you're keen. Um, Thank you very much, Claire, Um, and uh, we'll see you again next month. Thank you. Asthma Otago's Asthma Centre is open from 9 to 12, Monday to Friday, offering practical advice on how to better manage your condition. Call in and visit their rooms, have a cuppa and browse through their range of resources, or just have a chat. You'll find Asthma Otago at Dunedin Community House, 283 Moray Place, and you can call them on 471 6167. Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma, and respiratory disease. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.